Hey everybody, welcome back to One Hit Wander. It's Evan, and today I want to talk to you guys about uh, a newer song, Saved by Khalid, released in 2017. Take a second, pause the show right here, and go find this song either on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you get your music, um, and then come back and let's talk about it. Thanks for being here. Okay, everybody. So, um, in case you can't tell by... Uh, the episodes of this show or the way that I talk about older music. I am not really into um, pop music. This song isn't pop. It's considered R&B and I get that. But it's a more it's a more popular song. It's a song for the kids, I guess. And um, a lot of the music that I listen to now is actually kind of fits into the same vein um, in terms of like how I found it, which is Olivia. Um, she turned me on to Khalid, um, and has turned me on to a lot. I feel a lot differently about a lot of different pop music performers, performances, artists, whatever. Um, and it's all because of her, but enough about her for right now. We'll get into that in a second. Um, I was raised on CDs. I... I only remember ever listening to the radio when we didn't have a CD of something or like dad was dad or mom was tired of the CDs we had in the car. So we put on the radio and and nine times out of 10, the radio station we listened to was an oldies station. So like eighties music or, um, maybe like some early nineties, like a grunge radio station or something like that. Or, um, you know, that, that idea of like, it was just an anthology of older music, nothing, within 15 years was ever played on those stations. Um, and then like I got into like middle school, elementary school, middle school, high school, and like everybody's listening to this music. And so I kind of, you kind of get into it as you're interacting with everybody else. And for the most part, I pretty much hated is probably the appropriate word. A lot of the popular music, a lot of it, um, at that point, I don't think I could see the connections between the sounds and the the way they did things in the 80s versus how it had matured or changed or grown into the music of the early and like early early late aughts and into the teens. Um, and so I just didn't really give pop a chance. I I don't give country a chance either. I'm still really working on. I'm a work in progress for country music. I'm sorry. It's going to be a while before we have a country music episode on this show. So if you're waiting for that, buckle your seatbelt. We're going to be here a little bit. But um, when I started driving then, I kind of kept that mentality of like, I'm I'm on CDs only. It wasn't really CDs. I had I figured out how to get an aux cord into my car and everything. So I used my iPod or my iPhone or whatever I had around. And that was kind of how... I wouldn't say I purposely and like, like um, actively avoided pop music, but I definitely, it wasn't my cup of tea. There were a few popular songs that I listened to that I enjoyed, but they more often than not sounded a lot like the older stuff that I liked, you know, like Bowling for Soup or um, where their stuff sounds very grungy. I say that's relative to what was around them and, um, bands like, like those alternative rock bands where it was like, yeah, we're popular, but we're not popular because we sound like everything else. And, and I think, I mean, right there, that statement kind of boil, kind of gets to the core of it. Everything sounds 
sounded so similar and so much the same. Everything was a little more upbeat and a little more, oh, look at me, my life's great. Or, oh, look at me, my life's horrible. Like it was just like a a constant, like, oh, look at me, um, showboating. Different than, I think, what older music was. And maybe this was just in my head, this is how I justified it, was that like older music was trying to tell trying to write the story and newer music at that time. And in my head, I saw it as like trying to tell the story that had already been written um, and doing it in a bad way. And so like with that kind of mindset, that was how I looked at pop music. And so growing up, I grew out of that. Obviously I'm much more into the modern stuff now. And when artists, I like create new stuff. It's not like, Oh, I can't listen to that for 10 years. Like not at all. Like, Delta by Mumford and Sons is an incredible album. Talked about it before. I'll talk about it again. Liv and I will probably get together and talk about that album at some point. We also are going to talk about like Ariana Grande and her new album. And like I'm talking about Khalid right now. Like this is stuff that even just like six or seven years ago, I would not be able to talk to you in any sort of conversational way about these these songs and music that fits the popular genre. And that's because I didn't listen to it. I just stayed away from it. I, I kept to the outer rims of music. And I think I still do. There are still some really good hidden gems in that area. But I also think it's important to be in touch with what everybody else is listening to so that you can talk about it. It's the same reason that I would tell people at my Christian college that you should be able to talk to somebody about rap. Because a lot of people listen to rap. And that's how you start a conversation. Or... And I know I'm alienating people that listen to country when I say I don't listen to country. And I'm like I said, I'm working on that. It's taking me a lot longer than I ever could have expected. But like, like I've said before on this show, music is that connective tissue. And when I started listening to pop music, when I could listen to a song and like have a conversation with somebody about it, that was kind of where I realized, oh, maybe it is important. Maybe it can be useful to listen to this stuff and you know you got to weed out the bad songs obviously but you got to weed out the bad oldies too and uh now I'm here um and my music library is much bigger because of it um so like I said earlier Olivia first played Khalid um I'm pretty sure we were on a date I don't know where we were going for dinner um but she was like hey you got to check this guy out and I think we listened to 18 which is also on uh, this album, American Teen, or we might have listened to American Teen, maybe, or I don't know, but there are a couple really good, all of this album is really good. There are a couple tracks that I'm sure she could tell you which track uh, she played, but I remember listening to it and being like, oh yeah, like I like this guy's sound, I like this guy's vibe, but I'm not really going to get into it. Um, and then I was just like, nah, I got to give this a chance. Um, I talked to you guys, we talked about Hunger and Thirst with Typhoon, like I thought that music was the way in with Olivia. And so I was trying to get in and be able to relate with her as much as I could. And I was like, oh, Khalid, she likes Khalid. I'm going to have to like Khalid or I'm going to learn to like Khalid. And so I listened to it and I remember getting to this track. Um, it's the fifth it's the fifth one on the album. Um, getting to Saved and listening to it and just being like, dang. Like I can feel, I can feel this guy right here. I can, I can hear his heart. I can, I can see the tears almost in the studio. Like I, I, I get this guy on this level on this song. And um, the the album as a whole, 
Um, the beats are super catchy. The lyrics are super smart. Um, like I said, they get you at your core. They hit you where you live. Um, and his voice is just, I don't know how to describe it. I say smooth, but it's not, it's like gravelly maybe. It's like sand, I guess, where it's, it's, it flows and it's smooth, but it's got some texture to it. And, um, he just, he's a really good singer. He's got, I mean, he does a bunch of random stuff with a bunch of random people. He's got, um, a club song that's called OTW, um, on the way. It's very good. Um, he does, he did a couple things with Imagine Dragons. He did a track on the Black Panther album. Like he is all over the place right now. And and I think he's very worthy of it. And if you haven't listened to Khalid, listen to American Teen specifically, hopefully you've already listened to Saved, um, before we get into this. Um, but he's worth it. It's easy listening. It's easy to put on repeat and just listen to this album for a few hours. If you're not doing anything, good background music. Um, when you hear it, you know, you can kind of get into it, but it's easy to kind of let it fade back into the background and just kind of keep doing your thing. The other thing about this song, and I have to tell you guys in case you can't, uh, in case you haven't picked it up already, I'm a hopeless romantic. And so this song about, um, getting rid of everything else from the relationship, trying to forget the person even, but saving their number in your phone, that it's just like the millennial hopeless romantic story. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't equate it to like the notebook, but it's like, you know, I wrote you every day for a year. Like I've kept your number in my phone. Um, it doesn't have the same weight, but similar feeling behind it. And I think, I I don't know. I, the hopeless romantic in me just loves it. Um, gonna get into the background a little bit here. Uh, the album, this is his debut album released in 2017. Uh, it was, it's called American teen. I think he had a couple singles. Um, and I don't, I couldn't confirm anywhere what's, which songs he released as singles. Um, but I can confirm they're all singularly great. Oh man, that was so bad. I'm trying to, trying to juice it up and that's just not going to work. Uh, anyway, moving on. So this is, uh, saved as the fifth. I, like I said, it's three minutes and 27 seconds long. So kind of your average song length, I think it, it, um, when you listen to it, it doesn't feel like it's been three minutes. Um, and I think it's partially because of the beat. And I think the, the words he, there's a lot of repetition in there that kind of helps keep, keep you moving, keep you, your brain and your ears on their toes, so to speak. And, and you're, you're not lingering on anything. There isn't any dead time. It, he just kind of goes through the motions of the song. And I, I think, I honestly think Kalidas is on it that much that I think he means that. And I think it's meant to be moving. And we'll talk about that uh, when we get into the breakdown here. Uh, I I honestly don't think the entire album, like each song tells, each song is a direct next step in the story that he's trying to tell. But I think what he's doing with this album and with these songs is he's he is saying these are different points in my life. This is how I feel. This is how the situation went or like, he's not, these songs aren't all telling one story. He's giving us snippets of his story through like with each track, each track is just a little peephole into what was going on in this moment or what is going on. I seem to believe from what I could read online. And when I listen to this song, it's almost, it's real enough to me that I would have no doubt that he actually does still have this girl's number in his phone. I have no doubt that they might be in touch now or 
they might have just decided to be and remain friends at this point with a song being out about them. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the guy. I wish, I mean, it'd be great to know him. Uh, he sounds like a really cool guy. Um, from the videos that I've watched of him, uh, he seems like just a chill dude. Who's a really good, uh, artist and he's on top of it. I mean, I, I think he's phenomenal. And, um, if you listen to this album and you don't think that he's worth your time, like keep listening, give it some time. Uh, I didn't think he was worth my time the first couple tracks. And then as I got into it and as I listened to this guy a lot more, I realized like I was so wrong. Uh, I lo- I really enjoy Khalid and, um, he definitely is definitely worth your time. So enough about, uh, background and everything like that. Uh, the breakdown here. So to, to feed a little bit specifically into the track, it is actually about a real relationship that Khalid had. He grew up in El Paso and then moved to New York. Um, and when he moved there, they had, they came to this decision to end it, to break up. But, um, they left each other's numbers in their phones in case they ever needed each other, like a just in case an insurance policy, if you will. Um, and I found an interview where Khalid is saying like it was it was comforting to know that even though this big move had happened, like there was still this anchor to El Paso. There still was this connection that is like I still have this part um, depth. Dang deep right there. And that's not even part of the song. That's just him talking about it. And so with that, I, I just I don't know like that is like, dang. I just I hear that and I feel that and I um, I can understand that being in the in the point where I'm at right now in my life with Olivia being at uh, at college and me being here in Indianapolis. It, it's one of those things for me where it's like she's there and and we haven't broken up. Obviously, we're we're engaged like we're going to get married like everything is is fine. But she's my tether to that that past. And, and I get, I get that vibe. And even, um, when we were listening to this and I was still at school, I got, I, you get that vibe. I think a long distance relationship kind of vibe there. Um, even though they're broken up, there's still that, there's still that you can, I think you can still relate to it. Um, it's really cool. The intro starts off super slow. It's an electric guitar. You get some snare in there. It's definitely all, I'm pretty sure it's all electronic, um, beats, but it's still, Really, it's just really smooth. And then uh, Khalid comes in with his beautiful, I'm going to say smoky, I guess. Now that I think about his voice a little bit, it's a its a handsome, smoky, just kind of just, mmm, it's just syrup. And so uh, the hard part always seems to last forever. Um, sometimes I forget that we aren't together. Deep down in my heart, I hope you're doing all right. But from time to time, I often think of why you aren't mine. So... First one, right there. That's it. Hard part always seems to last forever. Um, the hard part of any relationship, if you've ever been in a relationship and have ever gone through that rough patch or a rough patch, as you come to find out, there are several throughout. Um, that that always seems to last the longest. Any hard part of life always seems to last the longest. The last hour of any work day always seems to be the longest hour of the day. Um to kind of miniaturize the situation there. It, 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 it just is fresh. It's real. It's raw emotions in a relationship specifically, you know, you're ha- you have invested so much into this person and then it's getting difficult and you're like, what's going on? Why is it difficult? And you 
overthink it and then they're overthinking it and then for some reason you stop communicating and then it just blows up and and that that seems to last forever i mean that it, it's a fact i've experienced it a lot um i've experienced a lot is strong i've experienced it i know other people that have experienced it and it sucks it's a sad feeling this is a sad song this isn't I think a lot of the stuff that we've talked about or that I've talked about on this show is like uh, a upbeat song with a really deep and sad meaning. This is a, a really sad song that doesn't ever really get happy. You can move with it and you can bob with it, but you are not like happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy. Like it's it's not um, it's not like we don't do the like same drugs. It's not um, where like you're like. We don't like it's so upbeat and so major, and then you're like, oh wow, like they're no longer together. Like it is like you know exactly that they're no longer together, um, and like there's like hints of a chance, but really like like we all know how we all know and are pretty sure how this is gonna go. Um, I find the line sometimes I forget that we aren't together to be. Um, re- revealing of the timing of this thought and of maybe this whole song or of this moment that Khalid is capturing. Forgetting that you're not together seems like a something that would happen when it's really raw. Um, what, right when it just happened that they're no longer together. Maybe the feelings, maybe what he's trying to communicate there is that he still, in, in like maybe there's a passage of time there and he still isn't over the fact excuse me, that they aren't together. Um, and he's still dealing with that and still trying to figure out how does he live his life. I don't know. I put it more towards the raw, like very fresh instance of this happening that um, especially with like him referencing the hard part always seems to last forever. Like he's kind of coming to that realization here that like this is going to be a process of recovery uh, I, I also love the line, deep down in my heart, I hope you're doing all right, even though this had to happen, even though they're both separated, the he is hoping for her that, that she is doing good, that he didn't wreck her, that, and like I think he's trying to communicate in that, that she didn't wreck him either, because he still cares about her. Do I think he still cares about her enough to be continued in the relationship? We'll see as the song progresses personally he's saving her number like that 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 to me is like i hope that there's a chance that we get back together um the last line of the first verse but from time to time i often think of why you aren't mine um i think in in the interviews that i could see he's saying here that it's crossed his mind like why did we do this like if we're gonna save each other's number if we're gonna if we're going to keep each other as back pockets, why don't we just stay together? Why don't we work through this hard stuff? No relationship's happy 100% of the time, right? And, like, that to me is kind of like, you, I think you go through that point of, uh, in every decision, like, why did I make this decision? What if I just go back? What if we unmake this decision, if it's possible in the situation to make that decision? It's that FOBO, FOMO, um, fear of better options fear of missing opportunities. Um, that whole feeling that's there with almost every, I think every decision that you make in life, if you don't, I think it's healthy to feel a little bit of FOBO FOMO, but I also think you can't let that control your decision-making process 
for forever. And I don't think you can let it influence the decision that you've made that is like finite. Um, if you feel FOBO, FOMO, talk to somebody about it and then see if that might help get your decision, you know, get you through the processing of that decision. Maybe you have to talk to the person that you're, you know, if maybe he needs to, maybe Khalid, the narrator of this song, needs to communicate with this other person and and they have that conversation about, are we really doing the right thing here? Um, and it's a good thing because they saved each other's numbers, so they might be able to have that conversation. I don't know. Um, right then, so after the first verse, we get into the cor- we head into the chorus, and um, this is where the beat really kind of changes here at the chorus. We get an added bass, a bass line that is just like this is the bumping of this song, um, and the chorus is, "But I'll keep your number saved because I hope one day you'll get the sense to call me. I'm hoping that you'll say you're missing me the way I'm missing you." So I'll keep your number saved because I hope one day I'll get the pride to call you to tell you that no one else is going to hold you down the way that I do. Chorus is also very deep here. I, I love the chorus. I love the singing. His his vo- his vocalization of everything throughout is really cool. He places the words and the rhythm a little differently than you think, and um, he does it beautifully. And his, I, again, his singing voice is incredible, um, and his words... It's 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 a smart it's a smart thing. Um, when he says, uh, "I hope one day you'll get the sense to call me," I get a little bit of a red flag there. But then I also think, I kind of think on my relationship with Olivia, and I definitely think she is the thinker sometimes, whereas I am the emotional one. And so I I kind of explain this line away as like. She's the brains, he's the feelings. Not that the brains can't feel and the heart can't think, but he's saying, like, maybe there'll be a day where she processes this to the point where she'll call me. Um, And then I hope you'll say, you're missing me the way I'm missing you. The chorus is super straightforward. Like, you know, he wants her to be missing him as much as he's missing her. Um... So I'll keep your number saved because I hope one day I'll get the pride to call you. I, I love this. I relate to this because maybe he's saving the number. He's saving her number so that one day he can show her the life that he's lived without her. Whether And he wants the pride to be able to do that. So he obviously wants it to be better than when he left her or, her or better than when they were together. I think he kind of undermines this thought, though, with the fact that he's telling her that he hopes he gets the pride to tell her, to call her. Like, it, he is, he so badly wants to, wants to show her that his life is better without her, that he's telling her that he can't stop thinking about her, that he's glad that he's keeping her number safe. Like, it just kind of, in my mind, it just kind of goes back and forth, kind of pushes against each other. Maybe I'm reading that wrong. Maybe you need to tell me that I'm reading that wrong or misunderstanding it or whatever. Please let me know. Let me know your thoughts on this one. This one is up for interpretation, I think, a little bit. Um, I'll tell you that no one else is going to hold you down the way that I do. Like I said, pretty straightforward. Um, This might also point to like her having her head in the clouds or her thinking about the ideas that she has in her mind of maybe her life ahead or, or whatever that looks like. And he is kind of like her... Like, whoa, 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 hold on now. Like, let's take this one step at a time kind of voice there. Um, like I said, the, the the 
line for me in the chorus is, is the pride. Um, he's hoping that his life is better and good enough, better enough to contact her and let her know that, hey, I'm doing all right. And I hope you are too. Um, so then the verse, we go out of the chorus back into verse two, the bass line leaves. Uh, now I can say, or sorry, now I can't say I'll be all right without you. And I can't say that I haven't tried to. Um, so he's working on it. He's telling her he's working on it. I, I, this kind of points back to that getting the pride to call her. Um, but all your stuff is gone. I erased all the pictures from my phone of me and you. Uh, I w- the first time I thought of I heard this track and I'm smiling because I I crack myself up and this is how my brain works. Uh, I thought of uh, the to the I think it's called to the left. It's Beyonce. I think. Um, the, to the left, to the left, everything I own in a box to the left. Um, I have no doubt that Khalid has deleted the pictures from his phone. I have no doubt that he's gotten rid of her stuff, but he still kept her number. He still kept that box to the left. Um, only it's not a box to the left. It's a contact in his phone. Um, but it's like the millennial, like 21st century box to the left, even though pretty sure box i'm pretty sure to the left by beyonce came out in like the early 2000s i don't know i'm sure i'll hear about that from my local beyonce uh fan uh, olivia <laughs> um and there's nothing wrong with that i love beyonce too uh so then he says here's what i'll do and then we get back into the chorus i'll keep your numbers saved because i hope when it's all the same i don't really need to go through it the vocals come through at the end of the chorus and they're they're a little brighter and they're a little louder and they're a little bolder um, with the bridge, I hope you think of all the times we shared. I hope you'll finally realize I was the only one who cared. I don't think he's saying here that she didn't care and he did. Because from what I can pick up, this was a mutual decision that they came to about the relationship. So I don't think like she he wanted to keep going and she wanted it to end. I think they were both kind of at this point where it was like the best decision right now is for this to end. Um So I'm thinking what he's saying there is like out of all the other people in her life, he was the only one that was really, truly caring for her. Um, It's crazy how this love thing seems unfair. You won't find a love like mine anywhere. Uh, So like, you know how they say the saying, like, if you love something, set it free. I think that's what he's pointing to there. If it's crazy how I'm so in love with you that I, I have to be away from you. Like it's so I'm so in love with you that not being with you I, I can't live. And, and so like that, it just like the love forces the separation, which only makes the love stronger, therefore more painful. It, I don't, it just, the hopeless romantic in me is like, oh, this is so good. And I'm also like, oh man, this feeling has to suck. Um, and like I said, the vocals are, are key here at the bridge. Um, and then we get into the we get back into the chorus um, with the beat kind of drops out a little bit and it's a, l- a little lower. We just kind of get a dump 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 of the the bass. Um, we go through the chorus, but I'll keep your number safe because I hope one day you'll get the sense to call me. I'm hoping that you'll say you're missing me the way I'm missing you. The beat comes back in full strength, so I'll keep your number safe because I hope one day I'll get the pride to call you to tell you that no one else is going to hold you down the way that I do. Um, the beat kind of fades in and out at different points. You get background, you get some background vocals that are super high and they're also echoed. So you kind of get this, this distance with the vocals there. Um, and you still get his smoky, smoky smolder syrup, 
Um, excuse me. And you kind of, he keeps going through the course like normal, but then, so I'll keep your number saved because I hope one day I'll get the pride to call you. And then he says to tell you that I'm finally over you. I'm finally over you. And like, boom, bombshell right there. That is him kind of admitting that his, he wants to get to a point where he has the ability to call her and say, you know what? I think this, like, this is really over. Um, him sing, singing this song, the narrator singing this song, obviously, I don't think he's at this point yet. I don't think he has come to the decision of, I'm finally over you. Um, it repeats a couple of times. And sometimes when artists say, when artists are in songs, like when they repeat something like, I'm going to tell you that I'm over you, I'm over you. That I think he that communicates. Sometimes there are situations where that communicates like this. I am actually at this point. I don't think Khalid is actually at this point. Um, like I said in an interview, he's still got this girl's phone in his or This still has this girl's number in his phone. He still has that tether. Do I think he's ready to let go of it? No. Do I think by the end of this song, we've seen kind of a thought process and a journey to a point where he's a little closer to letting go? Maybe. But I still don't think he's there yet. Um, and like the echoes, I'm finally over you. Uh, Khalid is smart enough and he does enough creative things on this album that I think it's very important to look at the mixing of this last part where where he says, I'm finally over you. And um, so when Khalid is actually finally singing, I'm finally over you. And I say finally because the echo background vocals kind of sing it a few times before he comes back in. And it's when he sings it that last time, it's very echoed and it's very faded out. So there's definitely some effect on there. Um, I have in my notes, I don't think this doesn't mean something. I, I think this means something. I, I think Khalid is trying to kind of communicate the imagery there, but I couldn't decide between the two either. I think he's trying to communicate that uh, there's already distance between... Um, like by this point in the song. So between like where he was and where he is at this, like from beginning to end, he has grown and and thought through this and gotten to this point. I also think it might symbolize the distance um, from this exact point in the conversation and the point where he made the decision that he was over her. Um, But I, again, that, that kind of contradicts what I said earlier and how I kind of feel about the whole song about how he isn't to this point of being completely over her yet. I, I don't know. I am kind of at a cross there because I, I think personally as a hopeless romantic, I think that it's so clever and it's so beautiful for lack of a better word that, that he is singing this and mixing it that way to communicate that there is there has been a change from where he was to where he is. There has been a change in his thought, in his feelings towards the situation. And that, to me, is, is so awesome. It, it, it Awesome, I don't know. <laughs> awesome maybe isn't the right word there. Like heavy and, and um, real and tangible and easy to relate to. If you've been in any relationship that has any resemblance of this vibe and these feelings. And I don't know. All in all, I don't know. What a great way to end a podcast. All in all, it is a phenomenal track. 
if you haven't listened to it yet and you just listened to me talk about it for half an hour, like, come on, man. Like, this is the 11th episode. Like, I feel like you should be on top of it a little more. Um, or if you enjoy listening to this first and then listening to the song. Cool. Welcome. I'm, I hope you enjoy listening to the track when you finally get there. Um, whatever you guys do, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, like always, check out this artist. Khalid's definitely, he has to be coming out with new stuff. I know he's doing a lot of collaborations with a lot of other bands, but he has to be coming out with something soon. I hope he is. This first album is Incredible American Teen. He's got some really good, he's got some upbeat stuff on there too. It's not all this super, super heavy stuff. You can listen to it in the car. Um, Just skip, saved if you don't want to slightly feel it in your heart and possibly cry. Um, But anyway, Highly recommend checking out the artist. Highly recommend uh, checking out all of the artists, all the episodes we've got archived um, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, please leave a review. If you're listening on iTunes, rate and review. Um, contact me on Instagram, email, anchor, whatever works for you. Um, I am here to listen to your feedback. I'd love some episode ideas. I'd love to talk about maybe doing some collaborations. We've got uh, hosts, uh, co-hosts lined up for episodes coming up, getting that all scheduled out lining up calendars and all that jazz but uh yeah i appreciate you guys listening to me talk about saved i look forward to talking to you guys again real soon keep listening and have a good one